Hey, bestie. Welcome back to our chill session. I think I like starting our sessions out with a shout out. So I want to give a shout out to my mans. If you know, you know, but that's my motherfucking dog. This man usually sitting right in the room with me while I'm recording and will still go listen on his own once I post it. Ugh. He know what he do to me. Okay, okay. I'm back, bestie. Now, this chill session going to be pretty quick. It's just because I kind of missed y'all and didn't want to wait till Wednesday. And a lot of y'all miss my live story time, so I don't want to hear nothing about what y'all don't know. <laughs> now, some things I say may be offensive, but it is never my intention to offend. Anyway, I ain't trying to teach you nothing, but if you learn something, that's good. So let's get into it. Okay, besties, so I decided to talk about my little friend history, and y'all will kind of get to know me a little better too, because I might have to go into my thought process on some stuff, because I know I think a little different sometimes. Depending on how it goes, um, like if it gets too long, it may be a part two, but y'all know stuff be sounding juicy in my head, then when I start telling y'all, it don't be all that, or my ass don't be remembering all the damn details, and I ain't gonna lie to y'all on purpose. <laughs> Well, I wanted to try to introduce people in the order that came into my life. I don't know if I did it right, but it's close enough hell, so let's really get into it. Alright besties, once again, if you're new here, it may be some references you don't get, but feel free to get caught up first. <laughs> okay, so start at the beginning makes sense, right? So the very first friend I remember making that felt like we was going to be them forever friends was in second grade, I think. Uh, we'll call her Tiana because <laughs> she's a gorgeous chocolate woman. Anywho, me and Tiana were in the same second grade class at San Jacinto in Dallas, um, the Pleasant Grove area to be specific. I'm not going to lie and tell you I remember how we became friends, but our first friend memory I have is we did a science project together and that's kind of how we started going to each other's house and we became close and spent a lot of time together. I think our mamas even hung out a few times. So our friendship held strong majority, majority of elementary. My day one besties, if you remember my back and forth in elementary, you'll know how it was a little difficult to hang on to the friendship with all the moving around I did. So when I went back to San Jacinto during fifth grade, Tiana had gotten close to some of, some of the other girls and new girls that started going there. We were still friends, just not as close. Now, I had also started cheering, so I had cheerleader friends, and a few of them went to the school, so it was cool. Me and Tiana's friendship lasted second grade through sixth grade, so like 1997 to 99, 2000. Hey, no, I'm just playing. Okay, now, during those years, we were... Part of us, oh, I bit my lip, y'all. We were a part of a selected group of friends. We were all close in elementary. Some of us dated, and most of, if not all of them, are still very close friends today. I chose to single out the friend, the friendship between me and Tiana because we spent the most time together outside of school. Now, elementary had its moments too. <laughs> Some of them kids was wow, me included. And baby, we used to have some Jerry Springer elementary mess going on. 
People had boyfriends. We was having swing side marriages. <laughs> we was doing, uh, it was drama in the background. It was crazy. I definitely got married in the fourth grade. And it's so funny because as adults, me and him actually linked a few times too, but it just never made it to that level. Okay, so funny story. Okay, so this little friend circle I was talking about with me and Tiana. Now, and it was a mix of girls and boys. Now, why was I three of the boys' girlfriend at some point? <laughs> Not at the same time. I ain't started that to high school. <laughs> now, I dated them all during different grades, I think. But only one of them was, like, the one I really wanted. Like, all the other ones was just little just-because situations. Probably, like, some, oh, y'all go together type shit. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just remember that I went with all of them at some point. So, before I move on, I got to tell y'all this one story because we was doing too much in elementary. So, when I was in fifth grade, I started talking to a sixth grader. We'll call him LD because I can't think of anything else other than his actual name. <laughs> so, yeah. But anywho, the way I started talking to LD is I was getting ready for a school dance and we were in like my front yard taking pictures. I lived directly across the street from the school. Like if you walk, depending on where you walk from, you're going to walk in front of my house to get to the school type shit. So, um, LD stayed down the street. So he was walking to the dance and he was standing in the yard the whole time. My granny and mom, and I'm like, oh, he looking over there. He looking at you, granny. He looking at you. They was being funny because they know they ain't even play that type of stuff. Like, whatever. They, you know, I was cute. I had on this little outfit. You know, my mama had, did me cute. I was real cute. And they made a big deal out of everything. So if it was a dance, yes, baby, it was a dance. It don't matter that I was only in the fifth grade. Baby, they was going, they was doing it all, taking pictures, all now i don't remember if he came and asked me to dance or what but we ended up dancing and my mama ended up taking him home and that's where it began i don't remember how long me and him like lasted being boyfriend and girlfriend but i ended up dumping him in like an embarrassing way in front of like the whole school well like the cool kids we was all outside or whatever and a little while later, I started talking to another sixth grader. We'll call this one J.E. Because <laughs> we did this little musical and they sung Let's Get Married. Okay. So now, J.E. was so cute to me. Side note, I saw him at a, a party a few out, a few years ago. And mm, everyone don't age well. Anywho. Now, me and him, we was always together. Like in school, out of school. And he stayed buy these apartments I ca i'm calling them the hood apartments for my podcast but um it was the apartments that like everybody at the school lived in or they knew somebody lived in they family like it was it was them type of apartment shop but they were so lit they used to be so fun but he lived i don't know if he lived in them or around no he lived by them yeah he lived by the apartments okay so you know we just was always there so i used to see him a lot we used to make out and shit couldn't tell me nothing Little did I know, him asking me out was a long-term game to pay me back for his friend. Yes, LD. So one day I'm in the hallway with my friends, and you know, it's like close to the end of the school year. You know, I'm getting hyped, we cute, whatever. He walked by with a group of his friends, and he say my name loud, as fuck. And when I look at him, I'm like, you know, excited because it's supposed to be my boyfriend. He looked at me, and he was like, it's over and he did the little you know cut off thing with the hand across the neck and i was like oh damn yeah my little fourth my mean fourth my little fifth grade heart was bro 
again. Then he told me later on, that's what I get for doing his homeboy like that. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, you can't really get mad at his loyalty, though. But, like, come on now, y'all. I was sad. But, yeah, so that's the younger days. Now, as a reminder, I started middle school in Garland at Laos. Since a lot of people I went to elementary with in Garland also went to Laos, I was reunited with some of my friends. But most of the people I got close to were new people. Middle school, kind of like elementary, I remember a lot of things, just not quite sure of their sequence and all that. So I'm going to do my best to keep it straight. And since a lot of these stories travel through time, I'll talk about my friendship with everyone individually to make it easier to keep up. Okay? Okay. So the first friendship I'm going to speak on, we'll call her Roly Poly. <laughs> okay, so remember in high school when I rode the bus downtown with my then best friend? Yeah, it was Roly. <laughs> now, Roly had a pretty face, long hair, and it usually stayed braided. Boobs was bigger than mine, but baby didn't have no booty. <laughs> now, I know I didn't describe anybody that should be called Roly, but mind your business, besties, and hang on, because I got you. Now, anywho, me and Rosie became friends from crying over Leah's death like we lost a family member. And once we became friends, we were pretty much inseparable. We were both girly, liked attention from boys, and fast as hell. <laughs> now, Rosie had been in Laos since sixth grade, and I think she was a cheerleader. Uh, I really don't know. Now, our seventh grade year doesn't ring any major bells. Um, middle school really don't. Uh, ring any major bells between me and her. Now, if you remember, I left Laos second semester and went to school in Mesquite. And then we moved to California where I started high school. Rolly was one of the people I actually was able to keep in contact with when we moved. So we were both happy about when I came back and we started going to high school together. Now, high school had changed both of us, physically and mentally. <laughs> but of course, we always try to hang on to what we know. Now, for those of y'all thinking this is not where the name Roly Poly came from because she, no, she was still good. <laughs> so obviously we started out high school still close. Things then started getting rocky until I started making new friends and rekindling old friendships. For my besties that's been here, y'all should remember Meadow. When me and Meadow started to get close, Roly literally wrote me like a two-page letter telling me how I could only have one best friend and all that jazz. <laughs> that got her absolutely nowhere except me not talking to her for a while because who the fuck gonna tell me who I can talk to, how many, like, no, we ain't have none of that. Now, we started back talking and our friendship was really up and down, but we always considered ourselves best friends. She got pregnant our senior year. I was named the godmother um of her baby and we graduated we stayed she stayed with her baby daddy for a little minute like relationship wise and me and her actually ended up getting um an apartment together after graduation now i was gonna be moving into my own place because i wanted to and she asked if she could roommate because she didn't make enough to get approved on her own it sounded like a bum ass idea to me i learned very early that roommating with your best friend is not always the best thing when we moved in i was still in my relationship with lips <laughs> my day one besties know what's up and she had an infant because my godson was born in april and we moved sometime in the summer i think i don't know by this time she was not with her baby daddy anymore she was talking to one of lips friends for a little minute 
In the beginning, it was cool us staying together. About a month or so in, we were both single and we used to invite little company over, do what we do, as we please, as you may expect. We were 18. Like, what you think gonna happen when we single? <laughs> now, stuff started to get a little hectic when this heifer started trying to bring me her baby when she had company. Now, if I didn't have company, I didn't mind, mostly. But girl, I got company and I'm not the one with the baby. So one night I had company over and I woke up to a crying baby in my room, y'all. Like, not she didn't knock on my door and ask me to get him. I just happened, I'm assuming, well, I know she brought him in my room while me and my little dude was asleep. Like, what the fuck? So yeah, mm, we had to have a little talk. I had to break, break it all down to him. Now, not too long after that, she came to me asking if it was cool if her mama came and stayed with us for about two weeks. Now, at this time in our lives, when I met her, 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 her mama, her parents were married. At this time, her mama had left her daddy and he, she was in another relationship, but something with their relationship didn't work. So she was moved. She had moved out of state. She was moving back to Texas. So I'm like, yeah, sure. Two weeks, whatever. Two weeks besties shit got too real too fast and i was over it so i don't remember how much time had passed at this point but i know the two weeks had come and gone and i was beyond irritated because my apartment no longer felt like my peaceful place then one night i was just over it so i had a little friend come over after he got off of work which it was late and the next morning uh, Roly came to my room and she like, hey, you know, who was here last night? Because um, my mama was saying, you know, it's too late for us to be having people in and out. I let her know very nicely and probably the most non-nice way at that moment, but nice enough for, for her to understand what it meant. But no, ma'am, your mama not going to tell me who can come in and out of an apartment that I'm paying rent at. That's just not what's going to happen. So, the next few weeks, I was barely home. My mama stayed not too far up the street, so I would either go to my mama's house or go to somebody else's house. I just did not want to be there. So, the first came, I paid my half of the rent for that next month, and I went back to my mama's house, because what the fuck? So, one day, I go to get the rest of my stuff, and the apartment was locked with an eviction on the door. I was baffled as hell because we weren't on the best terms, but we were still communicating. Like I had been over there a few times before and knocked on the door and she wasn't there or, you know, they didn't answer when I was trying to get my stuff. And, you know, um, I would call and she would say they was somewhere else, you know, whatever, whatever. But she had said nothing about the apartment. So um i'm like why didn't you tell me what was going on with the apartment she going back and forth with me talking about i left her to pay the rent by herself and all of that i'm like girl your mama was there your mama should have been helping you paying the rent you thought i was about to stay up in this apartment with you and your mama and your mama thinking she running stuff no ma'am not gonna happen no 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 so um, I went, she told me she had some of my stuff from the apartment. I went to go get my stuff and we didn't really talk for a few months because I was highly upset. Now, this was all 2007, beginning of 2008. We ended up living with our grandmothers and they live like five minutes apart from each other. So we were back hanging out not too long after. Now, 
Rowley didn't learn to drive until late into us being adults. So usually if we went somewhere or did anything, I was the one driving. Not that I, not that, that bothered me because most of the people that I hung out with back then, that was pretty much how I was. Now, by this time, she was talking to a dude that we went to school with and she was engaged to another dude who happened to be cousins with one of our friends. Mm, yeah. Mm. Anywho, she had me driving across town damn near every week to get money and stuff from our classmate because she had told this nigga that she was pregnant, which was 100% false. She knew she wasn't pregnant. She just was trying to see what she could get out of him. And baby, we did this for almost two months. He was giving her money. She was He was giving her money, giving her stuff, anything pretty much that she asked for or didn't ask for. Then she turned around and told him that she had a miscarriage because he was trying to be like, you know, um, and a present father. So trying to go to the doctor's appointments and asking questions and everything like that. So, you know, she falling short. So she told him she had a miscarriage. Now, me and her ended up kind of getting to it about this whole situation because I'm like, number one, you this is messed up for doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like. You telling this boy you pregnant, then you gonna turn around and tell him you had a miscarriage. And I told y'all, I'm a hopeless romantic. Like, you, it's one thing to do some little player player stuff, but you playing with people's emotions and their hearts and shit. Uh-uh, I don't like that. <laughs> so, now, we fell off again. Let me make sure y'all with me. It's around 2008, 2009. Me and Rolly fell off for a few months. We started back kicking it around 2009, 2010, and she was married and pregnant. Now, I was like, oh, okay, her and the dude that she was engaged to finally got married. Mm-mm, bestie, if y'all could have been a fly on the wall when I found out the story of who she was married to, baby, I was shocked for more than one reason. So first, I was literally helping her plan a wedding when we fell off, like looking through books for dresses, picking out colors, and everything we did not it was no it had not even been a year since we had fell off okay no it hadn't been a year had not passed and she was not married to the man that i was planning for not to mention the person she was married to was somebody we went to high school with now he graduated a few years before us and he wasn't really relevant to either of us in high school he dated one of her dance mates because she was on the dance team. He dated somebody she was on the dance uh, team with pretty much majority of the time that he was there with us. And he had the biggest crush on me. Like, literally, he used to send me messages through his sister and his cousin um, when he would visit from the military our senior year. I hadn't physically seen him in like two years. But the last few times I seen him, he was asking me to be his woman. And he came to my job, which was across town from where he lived, to bring me roses. <laughs> and we was not together ever. I still to this day don't know how or when they started talking to end up married. But cool chap. Okay, I'm back. So she was married and pregnant. And she was planning to move out of state where her husband was stationed. As months passed and we got closer to moving, they offered me to, to come live with them to help for when the baby came and to keep Rolly company because, you know, it was somewhere where she didn't have no friends, no family or nothing. I was 19, no kids, no real roots in Texas, so I was with it. I think I stayed there for maybe a month or two. 
Not too long after I moved, I was approached with a proposal. Apparently, her husband wanted a threesome, but the threesome could only could be done with me. All right, besties. I may have lied to other people, but I ain't gonna lie to y'all. <laughs> I declined very strongly at first, but I eventually gave in because what the hell? <laughs> so the night comes when the threesome is supposed to happen. And then Roly lays out some rules. Now, at this point, now neither of them didn't know my business, but I had had a threesome or two or three uh, at this point. But whatever. So I'm like, rules? Okay, girl. So then she says, she's not licking me. He's not licking me. He's not sticking me. And I'm not sucking him. Yep. So that left us with, mm, we can all kiss. I can lick her and them fucking. <laughs> uh, I didn't give a damn because I didn't want to do it anyway. I just thought it was funny. I caught myself being a good friend or whatever. I couldn't tell you anything about that night except I made her come before her man did. Period. <laughs> and that was the beginning of the end of our friendship. So after that night, tension was high as hell in the house. I know his tension was because he wanted to fuck me. He literally told me I better be glad he couldn't get a hold of me. And I, since that Roly knew what was really up, which is why she came up with the rules. You know, come on now. We ain't dumb. That women intuition be real. Well, I wasn't about to be living under all that mess. So I decided to move back. Now, when I moved back, we didn't really talk for a little minute. It was off and on. They came to Texas uh, for the baby to be born. I was living um, a little over an hour away, and I couldn't make it to the hospital, which made Roly very upset, and we stopped talking again. Our friendship was pretty much non-existent for years. With a few words here and there on social media, she reached out to me after I got pregnant and had my dress rehearsal wedding, saying she missed our friendship and wanted us to raise our daughters as friends, you know, all that stuff. I tried, but I really did not like her husband as a person, and she pretty much did whatever he said and wanted. So we were off and on with the friendship once again. Years later, they eventually got a divorce, and we talked a little bit off and on, but it is safe to say we have not been friends since we were about 21 or 22, and quickly became more like mm, acquaintances. So no hard feelings or beef, but I can tell you anything that she has going on right now outside of what I may have seen on social media when we was on each other's social media. Yeah. And roly-poly, come on, y'all. Use y'all imagination. Y'all know I call the girl roly-poly. <laughs> now, this next person, her segment may be long or short. I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot that happened, but y'all know I don't like to lie. So if I don't remember the details, I ain't gonna tell it. <laughs> so we're gonna call this next person fairy tale because baby she could lie <laughs> so i met fairy tale in seventh grade at laos once again not quite sure how or when we started being cool but this was another friendship i expected to carry through life she was cute and petite with that um with what they used to call the good her you know and she was the oldest of her siblings. And her mama was strict strict. So at school, she used to wild out. <laughs> she was known for the stories. She used to tell about all the shit she would do outside of school. So me, 
Fairy Tale and Roly Poly were pretty cool, but I had a closer relationship with them individually than they had with each other, if that makes sense. So fast forward to eighth grade, when Fairy Tale turned our whole damn grade level upside down. Picture this. We're all sitting in the gym, just talking and chilling. Then someone gets up, literally screaming at the top of their lungs, runs across the gym and into the locker room. That somebody was fairy tale. Me and the rest of our friends, confused as hell, go after her. She's in the locker room, face and hands, bawling. We're asking what happened and she starts yelling, he's gone, he's gone. Mind you, we are all standing there comforting her at this point, but still confused as hell. The next week or two was crazy as hell at school, y'all. So me and a few of our other friends are basically carrying fairy tale to the bathroom, trying to figure out what is going on. So then she tells us the story. Y'all, this girl told us she was raped and it was the anniversary of the death of her baby that was killed. Now, we have been friends since seventh grade and I know damn well she hadn't had no baby since. We, since we have been friends, so we all wondering when this baby was born. For the rest of that particular day, she spent in the office and nurse because she would not stop crying. So over the next few days, it was like a soap opera. We were in choir, she burst into tears and ran out, just like she did at the gym. She had told multiple versions of the stories and it was starting to backfire on her because the honest and raw person I am now, I was still this person at 13. Speaking my mind was not an issue. It all hit the fan when she decided to bring a picture because the story she had told us, this was a little baby we were referring to. When she brought the picture, it was from a birthday party of a little boy who couldn't have been younger than three. He was sitting in a high chair at a table with people all around him. I was instantly pissed because we had been going off on people. We had been charging up our little boyfriends telling telling people they don't know what they talking about because everybody was accusing her of lying and we was defending her. None of us really dealt with her after that because what the hell. So fast forward to when I came back from California and we started, now we in high school at Lakeview. Fairytale, excuse me, also went to Lakeview. It had been over a year since the whole middle school thing. Plus we had a class together. So we ended up talking and rebuilding our friendship it's funny because nobody ever really brought that whole situation up her included but those of us that were still cool we kind of talked about it in the background just like do y'all remember that shit because it was crazy anyways i definitely consider her to be one of my close friends during this time and most of the time we refer to each other as sisters fast forward to either our junior year or uh yeah junior year of high school and fairytale came to me with another one of her sob stories she told me she was kicked out her house by her mom and she had been abused and had nowhere to go my mama let her come stay with us now like i said before i went to my papa house during the week for school when i didn't drive so we were living in lancaster and when it was time to go back to school my mama asked my papa if she could come and he said no <laughs> like my papa was in church or whatever and he was very spiritual he said that she and he won't, she had the right spirits on her, so she couldn't come in his house. Well, stay at his house. She used to come after school, but yeah, he said no. So me and my auntie took it up on ourselves to sneak her in. <laughs> we snuck her in through the back, and she slept in the closet in the room that me and my auntie was in. <laughs> now, this worked for a few weeks until my other auntie realized um, 
what we were doing. And my auntie who was helping me noticed that her clothes was missing and hadn't been returned. Now, we were all around the same size and me and my auntie shared clothes often back and forth. Um, the rule was just make sure things get returned. Um, now, let me go back right here and let y'all know. During the time that fairy tale was with me and my family, the stories were crazy and frequent. She had told us she was trying to get away from her mom's boyfriend, that her mom had been beating on her all her life, and a few other things. So when I told her she couldn't stay with me anymore because we got caught, she went to another friend's house that stayed close to the school. Now, my auntie was pissed about her clothes, so one day we tried to go over there to get them, and I really don't remember if we got them back or how it ended, if I'm being honest, but... And we definitely went over there to get them. Now, not too long after, Fairytale wrote me a multiple page letter apology full of lies. She talked about how she witnessed her brother committing suicide. She had been lying about the year she was born. And when she was confronted, she said that her mom had two sets of birth documents for her and they had different years on them and she didn't know which one was real. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> now, after all this mess, we didn't talk for a long while. Now, the stuff, I, how I found out she was lying in his letter is because my mama called her mama. And, of course, they talking about it. Her mama like, I don't know what brother she talking about. She ain't never had a son. It was, it was a lot, y'all. It was just too much. Now, after graduation, we hung out a few times through to our early 20s. More recently, we circled back around to each other, and she's doing very well for herself, I'm glad to say. She told me she listened to the podcast, so I wonder how she feel about her segment, or if she even noticed her segment with her lying ass. <laughs> well, back then, at least. I, I don't know. I, I don't think she lie like that now. But I love you, fairy tale, and I'm so happy to see you doing good for yourself. Mwah. Okay, besties, these next few people are for context purposes only. <laughs> they are all still pretty active in my life, so even with a nickname, if you know me, you will know them. These details going to be sprinkled lightly because <coughs> they business ain't my business to tell. <laughs> but I can't talk about friendships and not include them. Okay? Okay. All right. So this first person... From the time we met each other, you couldn't tell us that we wasn't related. We'll call her Four. Don't try to figure that nickname out, besties. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but we just clicked and immediately started calling each other cousins. We met in the eighth grade, but we were so convincing. People that had known me before I even met her believed that we were cousins. Hell, I still have to remind myself sometimes that we created that timeline. I mean, storyline. <laughs> but like I said... She started going to Laos in the eighth grade, and we were quickly inseparable. Our fast friendship created tension between me and Roly Poly and between them. And we really made her mad because me, her, Roly Poly, and somebody else that I can't remember who were practicing on an act for our school talent show. We did Say My Name by Destiny's Child. Y'all, I think we did good, but whatever. Well, me and Ford were chilling at her house one day and decided to do our own little separate act by ourselves. <laughs> we did Fancy by Destiny's Child. 
Now, then either group place, but we definitely had fun. <laughs> but eventually, we were all in our own little middle school clique with a few other girls, and you couldn't tell us shit. Now, me and Ford hung out after school in the weekends too. She came to a few of my family events with me and the same with her. When we got to high school, we had our moments, but our cousin title has always been stronger than any issue that came up. So, fast forward to our early adulthood. Now, me and her had some times, baby. When we were 18 and 19, we spent the weekends club hopping and nigga watching. <laughs> if we wanted somebody, we usually always got them. That ain't a brag. That's just how it was. Every weekend, we was... <laughs> my bad. Every weekend, we was turning up somewhere or with somebody. Our favorite spot was Rhythm City. Hey, they, <coughs> they had lingerie night every first Saturday of the month. The Greeks used to throw parties, and you better believe we was in that thing faithfully. <laughs> now, our little turn-up sessions came to a halt because Ford got into a relationship, and homeboy wasn't having that, period. <coughs> Oops, sorry, y'all. But once again, but once again, our cousin title held strong. We have so many stories. She need her own damn chill session, for real. <laughs> we are definitely a messy duo. Like, we literally call each other only to have a messy moment, and that's it. Now, her messy can be a little different than my messy sometimes, and she do a bit much for my taste at times. But that's been our dynamic, been our dynamic, our whole cousinship. So that's my cousin, whether we talk all the time or not. We all know what it is. Uh-huh. Love you, skank. Hey, so y'all remember Meadow? Well, yeah. That chick been around and still around, like I said. That's my sister from another mister. We met freshman year at Lakeview. Her and Fairytale were neighbors and friends, so we became close through her. Our friendship became a sistership quickly. Junior year of high school, when I was talking to PR, refer to previous sessions if you're not clear on who that is, but PR was one of my high school boyfriends. And Meadow was talking to his friend. The friend ended up seeing Fairy Tale and they started talking. Meadow felt like it was shysty on both ends, so me and her kind of fell off. We had become close, so we still stayed friends. We just moved differently with each other. Meadow ended up moving our senior year, so we went sometime without seeing each other. And we got back close after high school and started hanging out even more. I ended up moving in with her for a little bit during 2009, but I hate the city she lives in. <laughs> so I only stayed for a few months. Um, but to be honest, she and I don't have too many crazy stories other than the little stuff that happened in high school and a few things that sprinkled around our adulthood. But our sisterhood and friendship is one of the strongest I have because of our loyalty to each other. Love you, sissy.
I met my best friend sophomore year at Lakeview and Roly Poly introduced us. Me and him really became friends by default, I believe, because we were both so close to her. Now, in high school, our friendship didn't really pop off until our junior year. We founded the uh, first gospel choir at Lakeview with one of the teachers there. And eventually, we had the cool kids getting hyped to sing gospel songs. Hey. <laughs> to be honest, we pretty much had our own little set of friends during school. Like, he had his people he kicked it with, and I had my people. And the best friend title came along senior year into adulthood. Me, him, and Roly Poly kicked it strong right out of high school. So he was there for a lot of the shit we had going on. It was always a turn up with him. And we never have and never will cross them best friend lines. That's nasty. <laughs> we pretty much doing our own things in life, but we very much still active. He's my baby's god daddy. And we locked in. Love you, best friend. Now, me and my baby mama met in high school and became super cool after high school. I ain't going too much into the details of our past because I don't need you putting two and two together of previous stories. <laughs> now, my first time getting super drunk was with her and many other firsts were with her. <laughs> our friendship was a roller coaster to begin with because my Gemini emotions and her Scorpio fuck it used to battle frequently. <laughs> I broke up with her so many times and I meant every fucking time <laughs> now there then was a point we both realized that we had like a soulmate type of friendship we knew that no matter what happened or where life took us we were gonna be part of each other's lives so i never really felt comfortable calling her my best friend because it's a little bit more than that so we start calling each other baby mama because no matter how mad you get at the person that you have a baby with, whether y'all talk every day or don't talk at all, that's still the person you had a baby with. Now, we don't have kids, of course, but no matter how mad I get at her or she gets at me, that's still my friend soulmate. We have been there for each other in times that neither of us had anyone to turn to or at least felt like we didn't have anyone to turn to. Me and her done been in situations where somebody should have pulled out an NDA because of the shit that was going on. <laughs> yeah, definitely someone who needs her own segment or 10. Love you, baby, my vibe. So I definitely consider Jolay to be one of my best friends based off the loyalty between us we met while working at walmart together around 2010 and we just hit it off we've been riding and rolling since then and ain't nothing gonna change she's another one that i don't have too many crazy stories with but our friendship is tight and locked in <laughs> love you boo This next person is my thither. I believe she is the second and final person that I met in my adulthood that I consider friend of family. Joe Lay being the first. We met in 2015 working at a ratchet call center in Richardson, Texas. <laughs> we started talking and realized we had a few life similarities. We were the same age. I am older. Let's be clear. <laughs> at the time we met, we both had Tyler's. And after I saw her daughter, I started claiming her as my own. Mm-hmm. 
We were both married and our husbands happened to have the same name. And we later found out they both had the same cheating ass, dead, be dead, daddy ways too. But I digress. Anywho, we became fast work friends, which quickly turned into a sisterhood after a few hangouts outside of work. We have shared multiple family events, birthdays, holidays. We've been there through good times, bad times, sad times, happy times, all that since we have met. And we have a few stories too, but them graveyard stories. <laughs> okay. Love you, Thither. Okay, <laughs> so the baby mamas are probably my closest female friendships that I have. And they get that title because that's our text group name. <laughs> the baby mamas consist of my favorite cousin, my Amy, and my baby sister. My favorite cousin is my literal role model. No lie. I have looked up to her since we were teenagers. And the woman that she is did not disappoint she is the person I call when I want the real, but no, it's coming from love only. She will put me in my place like no one else, but I always know it's coming from love. And I have seen the work she put into herself, her family, her marriage, and all the things she does. And I take what she says, <clears throat> I take what she has to say for what it is. I call her my life coach. She will tell you that I don't listen to her. And she'd be right for the most part. <laughs> but I wouldn't accept the advice the advice she gives me from anyone else. We are the type of close that people low-key hate, but they don't know why. Because looking at our lives, I look like a train wreck compared to hers. But we are so in tune, it's crazy. <laughs> Maybe it's a Gemini thing or a favorite cousin thing. I don't know. Now, my Amy, a.k.a. Sleazy. Our relationship is basically a big sister, little sister relationship that neither of us asked for. But we wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> Sleazy is my mama's youngest sister, and we're three years apart. She tried to get me to call her Amy when I was three, and I told her no. And I meant that. <laughs> I only call her Amy now to be annoying. Look, majority of our childhood, we were in the same house. I ain't calling nobody Amy who I get whoopings with. And doing chores with girl, you done gone. <laughs> now, even though we were in the same household, we grew up very differently. We were in the same the same household most of the time when you know we were staying with my papa. My papa is her daddy. He was an elder at the church, and his house was holy and sanctified. <laughs> we had plenty fun, yes, for sure. My papa was funny and loved to laugh. But we had clean fun. Ain't no dancing. We couldn't watch MTV, BET, VH1, none of that. <laughs> and if he heard any of that secular music, as he called it, it was our butts. But she lived through me as much as she could. <laughs> we were forced to be around each other as kids, but the friendship and bond we created is something I wouldn't change. Now, she definitely got plenty stories plenty but see me and her we're gonna have to sit down we're gonna have to talk about what we gonna publicize because baby <laughs> baby yeah okay now last but not least the baby of the baby mamas my baby sister now when this little girl was born i was not happy because what the hell we're 10 years apart in my early teenage years i spent babysitting often 
Now, I didn't too much mind it because my little sister loved me back then. And she let me do whatever I wanted to do with her hair. Now, that typically consisted of a donut and some little hair down in the back, baby. I don't know, but hey, she rocked with me. The hair, it was done, with our, you know. Now, I never would have thought we'd be as close as we are now, but she has been my shoulder to lean on in more than one occasion. All three of them mean so much to me, and I can't see life being done without them. Love y'all, hoes. <laughs> Okay, y'all, that's all my peeps. Now, if you listen to this and you didn't hear nothing that sound like a story that's about you, that don't mean I don't love you or you not my peeps or you not as close as you think we are or whatever. So don't call me asking me no questions because y'all know how I am. I don't want to go off on nobody about no podcast. Don't do that because we're all besties in this, bitch. Okay? Okay. Now, there we go, y'all. We got another chill session down in the books. Like always, my plan is to leave my mark in any and every way possible while achieving the dreams and goals I have for myself. And I still want to hear from y'all. Send me suggestions, ideas, critiques, all that. I ain't going to stop, so y'all going to love me or not. But I'm here to stay either way. Y'all, every time I say that, I'll be like, bro, what was I? I really didn't even try to do that, y'all. You see how it rhymed, though? (laughs) Anyways, but... I'm going to be here, my bestie booze. All my links and other things I do are in my link tree. So follow me on Instagram at just.misha, J-U-S dot M-E-S-H-A. And follow me on TikTok at justmisha, J-U-S-M-E-S-H-A underscore 89. Like and subscribe to the Bestie Boo Podcast YouTube channel. That link is also on my link tree. My link tree is on my TikTok and my Instagram. Um, I'm going to create a Bestie Boo podcast, Instagram, and TikTok, but I need more besties first. So share, 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 because it's up. And remember, I ain't trying to teach you none, but if you learn something, that's good. Talk to you later, besties. Bye.